It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. Welcome back to the final hour of this Election Day special episode of Live Mike. Episode number 220, if you're counting at home. It's pretty good. Election Day is an important day for everyone, not only uh, you and me, but for everyone else around this great country and around the world. Because, well, uh, the United States is a leader. And regardless of what you think politically or about political leadership these days, the fact will always remain uh, that the United States is a special place. Have you ever heard of the Oath of Allegiance? Do you know what that is? If you are not a naturalized uh, citizen or if you haven't uh, immigrated to this country and gained citizenship, you may not uh, you may not have ever heard the Oath of Allegiance. I want you to hear uh, a portion of it. This is when uh, an immigrant comes to this country and goes through the uh, the requisite procedures and processes to earn citizenship. The last step is taking the oath of allegiance, and here it is. Please raise your right hand and repeat after me. I hereby declare on oath that I absolutely and entirely renounce and abjure all allegiance and fidelity to any foreign prince, potentate, state or sovereignty, of whom or which I have heretofore been a subject or citizen, that I will support and defend the Constitution and laws of the United States of America. There it is. And then you'll hear some similar language there, familiar language about supporting and defending the Constitution of the United States and against all enemies, foreign and domestic, and uh, similar to uh, military oaths that are taken. And I have wondered of those individuals who have recently taken the oath of allegiance and become an, and have become new citizens to this great country, what is today like for them? What... What, if anything, has moved them to vote, maybe for the first time in a presidential election? Joining us on the line is Elena Driggs, who became a citizen in 2018, and this election season will be participating in a presidential election for the first time. Elena, welcome to the program. How are you? Hello, how are you? Or like we say in Russia, здравствуйте. <laughs> All right. Uh, that, that you, you formerly were a citizen of Russia. Yes, that's correct. And uh, you heard me just there play uh, a portion of the oath of allegiance taken by those who uh, are being granted their U.S. citizenship. What, what do you remember from uh, the day you took that oath? Oh, you know, that was a very special day for me. Um, I was um, uh, thinking back on this whole process of obtaining the citizenship. And um, the process itself was was uh, lengthy a little bit, I thought, at the time. And there was... Um, you know, lots of forms to fill out and fees to pay. Um, but at that day um, there in the Capitol, I was thinking how proud I was for myself and how special it was. And um, I felt that I truly earned the right to be here and that I wasn't just 
you know, handed it for nothing, just mm-hmm. fell out of the sky. There's a portion there of the Oath of Allegiance which requires you to speak out loud that you uh, renounce uh, the your country of origin. What was that like for you? Uh, that, that's a good question. Um, I still, uh, Russia has a very special place in my heart because it's my homeland. And um, I hold dear the memories um, of my family and all the special times that I had there with them. But now that by law, I, um, I swore to um, basically set all that aside and focus on uh, being devoted and protect this country. I think that um, this is what's important now, and this is the country of my family and my children. Hmm. Now, when it comes time to vote, uh, how do you know what to do? Once you become a citizen, what's your first interaction with uh, American elections? Um, my, uh, the first time I voted was actually um, uh, so- something local in the state. Um, and only this year, uh, it's the presidential election. And you know how with uh, the pandemic, everything is turned upside down. Uh, I had kind of a hopes that I would do it in person um, because in my mind, um, and maybe I'm kind of old school that way, but in my mind, it's special to do it in person. And uh, but we mailed it in this time. <laughs> there, there is something special about the the tradition and the community and being in line, waiting for your opportunity to quite literally step right. inside the booth, pull the curtain back, uh, you know, punch the 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 candidates you support, and then pull that lever. It is a, it is there is a, an element of romanticism and nostalgia to it. So I. <laughs> I understand uh, exactly what you're saying, and I had similar desires. But you know, I got this brand new little baby. I got to keep her safe, and so it was a mail-in deal for me too. Why was it important to participate in this election for you? And I won't ask you your politics, but the the process itself is beautiful and unique in my uh, estimation. What, what does it mean for you? Um, for me personally, um, I think you know, with two parties out here. Um, and the uh, the choice is those two parties are very different, and this year we can see it more than ever. It's more acute. Um, it's um, for example, I I will just draw this little um, parallel over here. Um, in Russia, when you go to vote, it's pretty much already decided for you. Yeah. <laughs> um, we do have several parties out there. And but uh, the main party, the Putin's party, is um, you hear more about it and it's more out there on the television. They make it look like they're doing something all the time. You don't hear much about other parties. Um, We do have a liberal Democratic Party and Communism Party, but people don't want to trifle with those things anymore. So pretty much the only choice you have is Putin. and going back to what I said earlier about two parties being here, they are both in the news. They're both in the media. So you hear about both all the time, and you kind of have have an idea uh, which way do you want to lean. Um, and for me personally, uh, to vote, it's not only very patriotic, but for me— 
um, I want to exercise this freedom to choose, and I want to um, vote because I desire the best for my family or for my community uh, versus, you know, everything is already decided. Mm-hmm. So there, there's, a, there's a hope for me in this. We've been, in this process. we've been speaking with Elena Driggs, became a citizen of the United States in 2018, and this election cycle has, for the first time, voted in a United States presidential election. How, how will you spend your evening? Uh, tonight? Yeah, yeah. You're going to watch, uh, watch oh, the results? Probably in front of TV. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Very good. Uh, alongside your family? Yes, yes, definitely. My my family is uh, they're very um, political. They uh, they take it to heart. <laughs> Outstanding. Uh, well, listen. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you for your patriotism. My pleasure. Thank you. Thank you for participating in this election uh, again. Elena Driggs, uh, new U.S. citizen, took the oath in 2018, voting this year in her first presidential election. Elena, thanks again. We're going to take a break here in just a moment. And when we return, I'm very much looking forward to uh, the next two conversations. We'll be speaking with young people, specifically uh, a young Republican and a young Democrat. What are they watching for today? What do they hope from their peers? And what do they hope for tomorrow? We'll find out next on Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry, and this is KSL News Radio. It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts.